queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Happy holidays, everyone. Now with January, uh, usually means new starts, new New Year's resolutions and everything. And uh, one Houston promotion in, um, is definitely going to be going through a new revamp of their own. You, you originally knew them as Renegade Wrestling Revolution. And starting in January, our back with us and their group is now, oh, they're definitely going through a revamp on their own. What's up, Scott? What up? How you been? I've been around and around here, there, you know, stressed, but I'm here. Yeah, it's like stressed all over the place. It's like you can't help it and everything. Okay, so so everything was Renegade Wrestling Revolution. And so starting in January, it's going to be Vixen's Wrestling Revolution, a total rebrand. Uh-huh. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So ever since I found out about this, I'm like going, okay, what brought this on? What brought it on? Um uh my passion. Uh I did lose some of it. Um, you know, when I lost my best friend and my partner, original partner for RWR, you know, because the original was four of us. Mm-hmm. Um losing tiny was, you know, I, I could never get back into the feeling of RWR. It was just, you know, I was devastated and so um what brought it on to me was just the girls you know they were always putting everything they had all their passion everything into the product so rise of the vixens one was kind of the start for it okay. it kind of i kind of started planting the seeds then for myself that i'm going to do this and then going into 2020 with covid you know everything died and then you know little bit better so start doing shows you know and um we came in with a reloaded and then we did rise of the vixens and flash forward and rise of the vixens 2 was kind of the it, it was the the main thing that planted the the, the seeds that were planted mm-hmm. finally blossomed and flash forward was kind of just you know okay let's let's really talk about it more and then we were going to go into too hot to handle that show fell apart and Everyone kind of upset. I really wasn't. I was kind of like, okay, thank God it's over. And then just one day sitting there, I brought up the idea to my partner, Jimmy Nova. I was like, hey, so let's try this. And first, just kind of like, I don't know. Let me think about it. But then Jacob and me both were really big onto the idea. He knew right away that Rachel had been one of the ones that had pushed the product really hard. Plus, you know, kind of talking to Brian Cervantes, Brian Rosa, 
Yeah. Talking to him, getting his blessing, which was very important to me. And then I got Thunder Rosa's blessing. Aww. So when that happened, it was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'm going forward with this. We're going to do this. And uh, I held on to that logo for a long time. The announcement <laughs> for a long time. Right. And finally, it was uh, it was just time, you know. And, um, you know, Thunder's been very supportive with, with it. And so is Brian. And, you know, we've just decided it's going to be the best thing for us to do. And so, I mean, you saw Rise of the Vixens, too. You were there. It was fantastic. And how, how much passion we put into that event. So now this is just passion for an entire brand, you know, bringing it back. So you're going to see the, um, you're going to see a new, a new, like we say, a new wave. Right. And we're bringing women's wrestling to Houston, which, you know, Thunder Rosa's got Conroe and San Antonio and, you know, traveling. They got all that covered, you know. Yeah. But, um. I'm just thankful that, you know, she's helping me and guiding me the right way. And that a lot of the girls that work with, worked with RWR that know me know that we're giving them a, a safe place to come work and a place to come and, you know, have fun and just to do what they want, have, a, have somewhere they can just have, uh, be themselves, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. And that's the big thing, you know? Oh man, totally. Yeah. Because, um, no, because it's like Rise of Vixens 2 is actually the one RWR show that I've caught and everything. And it was fantastic. And yeah, it's like going throughout the night. I could definitely see how everyone was definitely putting like their blood, sweat and tears into it and everything. So it's like this kind of cut. I mean, it was like a little bit of a shock, but it was actually not surprising because it's like with the whole rebranding and stuff. So you did mention Rachel, but um, uh, if, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Nyla is still Vixens champion. Nyla is still Vixen's champion, yeah. Um, I know I mentioned Rachel in that. Um, also, I got to mention Roxy. I got to mention Claudia Solis, Alejandro mm-hmm. the Lion, Rache Chanel, um, Jenna Lynn, Queen yeah. of Minata. Um, there's so many to mention. Uh, Jasmine Allure, yeah. Hollywood, Haley J, Maddie. A lot of these girls just have so much, are, are have so much talent and are so incredible. And, you know, it's like, you know, why can't Texas have a second women's promotion? Why can't there be one in Houston for these ladies to come out and put everything into it, you know, and, you know, have another promotion to call their own. Right. So, you know, it was just, it was just kind of like, you know what, I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to argue it. Either you guys come with me or I'm going to do it all by myself. Right. Yeah. It's like, why can't there be two? Cause it's like, like you said, it's like um, mission pro and thunder Rosa. It's like, they've mainly been doing like Conroe and San Antonio and everything and just kind of branching out like whenever they can. And just like, yeah, it's like, why not bring a second one strictly to Houston and, and everything. And I do like some of these girls like work with both and everything, but it's just like, yeah, it's like, this is like definitely awesome to hear and everything. And just, and, you know, if I was going to do it on my own, cause originally I thought if, you know, if they don't want to do it with me, my partners don't want to do it with me, then I'm going to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I just had so much passion for this. And I'm like, you know, I knew right away, you know, I was like, if they say no, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll try it on my own. Let's see what happens. I, it busts, it busts. Yeah. But I have the support of, you know, one of my best friends in Jacob King and pretty much a younger brother that is in Jimmy Nova mm-hmm. that, 
we're right away with it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do this together. You know that now this is our promotion because RWR was Tiny's promotion. That was his baby. Right. And when he passed away, I didn't want to restart RWR. I wanted to just let it go into the wind and be what it was. But we brought it back for his mom and for his brother. And we just couldn't get ourselves into that motion again. But VWR is my promotion, Jacob's promotion, right. Nova's promotion. Not just that, it's the girl's promotion. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, you got people always say, oh, people don't share flyers or this or that. And that's kind of what we were looking at, too. And, you know, when I look at it, I'm like, man, all the girls share the flyer. A quarter of the guys are sharing it. You know what? All right. And we told the guys, we're going to take it from you if you don't. We're not going to let book guys anymore. We're going to change it all up. And some are like, oh, you won't do it. You won't do it. Well, guess what? <laughs> they had a rude awakening. It's done. Um, it was. It's like, it's done. Screw y'all. It's done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right. So first show, first show, uh, January 15th, New Wave. Um, if I'm, if I remember, if I remember correctly, seeing from the promotions and everything, uh, one of the matches is going to be a number one contenders match for for Nyla. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I completely forgot who's on that one again. Uh, Alejandro the Lion, former uh, RWR Vixens champion, versus uh, Amber Rodriguez, who Ooh. pretty much was in a very very bad mood because. She felt like she deserved a one-on-one match, and Nyla came in and got involved, and Nyla walked out with the, with the title. So yeah, uh, I I did remember that Hollywood uh, Haley J got her uh, butted her nose into got Nyla into the match. <laughs> yeah, it, it's Hollywood. Hollywood not said right. She's gonna hit me up and yell at me, and I, I don't want to get yelled at by her. You know, she's very mean. Excuse me, Holly Hollywood. I I completely forgot. I I uh, try to defend Jasmine and on Twitter about something after how that match went down and she yelled at me <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. She, she'll yell at you. Oh. That, that's the Hollywood way. Oh man. <laughs> uh, Jolie, Kayla, y'all got, y'all got anything y'all want to hit up Scott about? Not about this. Do you watch UFC at all? Yeah. What do you think about the lioness getting knocked out last night? She took her opponent way too lightly, I think. I think she let everything kind of start getting to her. Like, hey, I've beaten everybody. I've I've beaten this person, that person, this person, that person, you know. And there's always someone that's going to be bigger and better than you. Someone that's going to have your number, you know. And it, it happened, you know. Someone had her number and, you know, it just didn't go her way. So, it's it's the way sports goes. I mean, everyone looked at Mike Tyson for years. He'll be undefeated. And Buster Douglas got him. Um, people sometimes take opponents too lightly. Sometimes they don't look at things. They forget what this person can do. I mean, and that's what happens. I mean, you got to go back and look at uh, Ronda Rousey and um, was it Holly Combs. Um, Ronda didn't go to what she knew. She wanted to stand up with a kickboxer. And we saw what happened there. So it's just kind of the way of uh, the way of, of sports. You know, sometimes you don't look at it the right way. You take it too lightly and then you're looking at the mat. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was just like, I, I honestly had when I 
because I couldn't watch. I was at work last night. But when I re- was seeing everything on Twitter, I honestly had Rhonda flashbacks when her versus Holly Holm. I was like, holy crap, did that really just happen? So I was yeah. I was completely <laughs> shocked. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big shocker. Yeah, it's like I didn't think anybody could take me as damn shit. <laughs> I don't think anybody could. Right? Well, oh, it's just God. same with Ronda. Nobody thought anybody could take Ronda Rousey down. And then just, she just didn't go to what she knew. Ronda Rousey was submissions. She could take you on a submission. And that arm bar, you went to the mat with her, she was going to get you. Well, what did she try to do? You can't stand up with a boxer and a kickboxer when you don't have that. And that's what she tried to do. And we saw what happened. <laughs> to quote the, the movie Friday, you got knocked the Fuck out! <laughs> Are we allowed to curse? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! We can fucking curse on here. Yes. Yes. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh my! Fucking, fucking tastic right now. Fuck! I get the cuss. Fuck! 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a this is a very open show and everything. As long as you don't say anything offensive, we're good. <laughs> As long as anybody doesn't say anything offensive, it's like they can cuss and talk all their shit they want. <laughs> I can talk a lot of shit, but I don't. I don't want to <laughs> about oh. certain football teams. But I'll be good because my Steelers don't look good this season. Oh, we we could be all day on football teams. Trust and believe. Trust and believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kayla, do you have anything? Um, I just want to say starting another woman promotion is just awesome because, um, you know, they work just as hard, you know, as the men do, if not harder. So I kind of wish somewhere in South Carolina or North Carolina, there was a women's promotion somewhere, but I have not found one yet. (laughs) So, um, but no, totally awesome to wrestling and, and write about how people always underestimate who they're really going up against. So Never know. I mean, you can't go undefeated forever. <laughs> oh, look at my, Floyd Mayweather. Everyone says, oh, he's uh, he runs or that. He don't run. He's a boxer. He's a defensive boxer. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he knows his strengths and he uses them. People say, oh, he just hugs. Bro, he's not hugging. He's tiring that person out. He's weighing them down. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows what he's doing. So, I mean, he will, he's going to try to get you on points. If he can knock you out, he can knock you out. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't knock out Paul. Was it Jake or the other Logan? One of the one of the brothers. Yeah, he's one of that payday. Now that that's a bitch. That was a bitch move. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you just wanted that fuck. Like he's he he's cocky. Like oh, I just wanted the payday. Yeah, no shit, motherfucker. We know that. At least he was honest. But it's like for me, when it comes to like Jake Paul and Logan Paul, they're both giant pieces of shit. That's why I hate whenever I see the WWE that has on the show. Like, I'm like, y'all motherfuckers, fuck you. <laughs> I fucking yeah. hate the pieces of shit. So I do have one question. I mean, since you do have like, you know, Thunder Rosa's approval and maybe down the line, once you guys have picked up and would you ever maybe reach out to Mission Pro and do like a Survivor Series type thing? Ooh. Uh, he didn't Look think about Mercedes that. Mercedes over there. That's a nice <laughs> Mercedes. Talk about a baby. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. <laughs> he plays the fifth. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, I plead the fifth. No, <laughs> no, nothing. There's nothing bad. Um, I would love to. I truly would love to. I would love to do something along with Mission Pro. Um, you know, um, Brian and Thunder have been so good to me, and I love them both very much. Um, if I didn't have an emergency come up yesterday, I would have been at Mission Pro supporting Mission in San Antonio, supporting the debut of Anakin Rosa. But I had something that came up and I just couldn't make it. But yeah. um, when I tell you that I have nothing but love and respect for Thunder and Brian, I do. It's yeah. nothing but love for them because they are such amazing um, people. And they, you know, they've treated me like family since I've met them. You know, I mean, first time we ever used Thunder, she was coming in on a flight and her husband came to pick her up and me and him kicked it. We hit it off actually right off the bat, me and him. And she came in and just came and did the show for us, you know, <laughs> and she's done that for us so many times. And uh, I could never ask for anybody better to have in my life and have in my corner for this and guidance than Thunder Rosa and yeah. her husband, Brian. I'm so blessed and so fortunate to have them. Yeah, they're absolutely amazing. Okay, so uh, for the new wave part, uh, let's see. Give us a rundown. What, what else can we see on the show? You would put me on the spot, huh, on the card. Uh, Sorry. Rachel Rose versus Lainey Luck. So we'll see if the queen can overcome the party unicorn on that one. Uh, what else we got on that card? We got uh, Misty Marks versus Amherst Blair. Okay. Two newcomers to, to a to the sport you know they both have been around other areas um that's going to be a good because we're seeing the future in its itself take place mm -hmm. uh black widow versus claudio solis that is going to be one hard hitting match mm -hmm. and it's going to be good and then you got fashionista versus aerobics you know uh Rache chanel and i'm going blanks today uh oh yeah you got the card i'm trying to find it <laughs> Okay, yeah. It's better when you ask me these things. Okay, okay, hold on. Rache. Where's she at? Oh, Delilah Jim. Yeah, Delilah's gonna kill me. <laughs> Delilah Dorian, it's my fault. I put him on the I put him on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't prepare notes. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, because it's yeah, because this was just mainly like getting you back on talking about the promotion and everything. So it's like yeah. it wasn't like it and wasn't like it wasn't like how the first time we had you on and everything. So yeah, and then we have Jasmine Lure and Layla Gray, which yep. is going to be really good. Oh yeah, love yeah, Jasmine. Yeah. yeah, we love. Yeah, we definitely. Yeah, we definitely love Jasmine and everything. And Layla, she's always stirring up stuff all over the place because. um a uh, girl we had on here who's become a good friend of the show, Tiffany Nieves. It's like she's had some run-ins with Layla down in Florida and everything. Yeah. I do know that we have another show coming up after that. Mm -hmm. And we will have another one. And then, you know, it, it, things are, are going to be really kind of hectic the first year. Yeah. This is going to be different. But, um, I will answer one question everyone keeps asking me. Are you all going to have new belts? Uh, yes, I am making all new belts. I'm, I've already got the plates laid out for them. I've already started cutting them. I've ordered brand new stones for all my new belts that I'm making. So, yes, I am making these belts by hand, and they are all going to be amazing. 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Queen's takeover right. needs a belt. Yes, we do. I can make it. I can make it. We'll have to talk. We'll have to talk for sure and see how much how much that be and everything. But yeah, I've been thinking about it. It's like, well, we definitely need our own, we definitely need our own belt. Okay, so I do want to ask you this. You can answer with just a yes or no because I don't want you to like spill beans, put your foot in your mouth or anything like that and everything. But with the revamp and starting BWR, with everything that's been going on with the wrestling industry as far as like um, ROH kind of disbanding for now, all the damn releases from like WWE, NXT and everything. um, Do you have your eye on bringing any... On, on some high names, bringing them into VWR in the future. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, like, like I said, just yes or no. I'll leave. I'll, I'll let you can leave it at that and everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. So one last question. Uh, Wednesday, AEW, uh, Hangman Adam Page, Brian Danielson, AEW Women, uh, AEW World Championship. Who do you got? Hangman. Hangman. Yeah. It's his first title offense. He can't lose it. I love Hangman. I'm all I'm all, I'm all about cowboy shit. I mean, I'm I don't look it, but I'm a country boy, man. So Hangman Adam Page, that's I love Hangman, dude. I I like Brian Danielson too, man. But I gotta go with Hangman. Hangman is the shit. I'm I'm at home chanting cowboy shit with my kid. You know, my daughter. <laughs> and plus, going there is gonna be even funner because I'll get to be in the crowd and I got her with me, so we get to have some fun. Oh, so you're going on? You're going on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I didn't have, if I didn't have to work and everything, I was like, I probably would, probably if I could, I would have, I would get up to thank Garland to also. Huh? Thank, thank you to good friends. Ah, <laughs> sweet. I actually do have a question for him as well. Um, just last year we had Sting debut at Winter is Coming. Who do you think might show up on Wednesday? D. Who do I think and who do I want are two different things. Uh, who do I, think? I give me both. I think uh, Wyndham Rotunda will show up. Bray Wyatt. Okay. I think that one. I think maybe Adam Shire, Ron Strowman. Mm-hmm. You know, those are who I think. Who I want to show up is real simple. Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano. Right. I'm not even gonna lie. I want Gargano there so bad. I want to see what we used to see in Ohio wrestling, you know, with Johnny Gargano when he was on the Indies. I want to see that again. I, that's what I want to see. So I'm really, really hoping that we get we get Gargano. Um, you know, a lot of what they're doing now with chaos and all this stuff, I wouldn't be surprised to see Will Ospreay show up one day. I wouldn't be surprised to see Okada show up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much there, so much possibility that they're making wrestling fun for the fan, you know, because we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, so you got a uh, hundred different rumors and you don't know what rumor is going to lead into someone showing up, but you can always have that. I hope this person shows up, you know, and that's me. I'm hoping that Gargano shows up. Um, I want to see the old Johnny Gargano. I, I want to see that so bad, you know? So I'm really hoping we get Gargano. Cool. No, definitely have to see what happens and everything because it's like, yeah, with them just becoming free agents. So it's just like, you never know. It's like, I well, get more stuck on Kyle Riley though. Well, did you see the picture that Taya Valkyrie posted uh, about 
a day ago with her and with Fenix and the Lucha, the, the Lucha brothers. Oh, that's oh, to show up there, that I, and then Dan Hansen's been posting a lot with CM Punk lately too. Yeah, but I, Dan Hansen's hurt right now, so I don't. Yeah, think he, but, I can't do it right now. But Taya, uh, I don't know what Taya. Taya, I kind of feel you could get you could see her there. You could see her in Impact. Um, but her and the Lucha Brothers, they go back as they go back really close all the AAA. So I mean, okay, that pick, it, it might give something away, but it might not. So it's just going to be, how do you see it? Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that that would be a spark that their women's division absolutely needs. Um, and this is coming from somebody who just sits on the sidelines, does not actually follow the product because, again, personal reasons. Um, but, like, I watch their women's division and they're doing nothing with it. And you're hearing the discourse behind the scenes i mean there's rumors that that was the real reason that big swole left kiera hogan doesn't want to be there anymore because they're not using the women properly so it's 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 just and these like i said these are just rumors but like you can even see like chris stratlander should have the title Britt baker should not be the champion right now to be perfectly honest she's not doing anything she's not elevating the title in any way i think stratlander should have been and i know Kayla will 100% agree with me with on this. <laughs> that Stratlander should at least have the title for a little bit. Just, I mean, when Nyla had the title, even though people bitched, moaned, and complained, it was historic. And she actually had a good run and had some great matches. I just feel that there has really been lackluster matches with Britt Baker. And I'm, I'm really sick and tired of her being named the top rest, female wrestler when you have the likes of Thunder Rosa, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks out there. But that's just yeah. my opinion. My opinion, Thunder Rosa is the best women's wrestler in the world. So, And that's not anything of friendship or anything like that. That's that, And it's not an opinion. That's the truth. Amen. And I'm going to stick by that. Thunder Rosa is the best women's wrestler in the world. No one can touch her. And uh, I, um, and you, people see it all the time. They see how good she is. Yeah. Definitely for real. All right. Well, before we let you, before you, uh, before we let you go and everything, where can everyone go find their tickets for uh, New Wave? Uh, VWR Houston. You can go on the Twitter. You can look us up at Vixen Wrestling Revolution on Facebook. The link is down there for Eventbrite. Go get your tickets, and uh, you never know. I might have a few surprises coming up. You know, for that date, you never know what I got planned. That's not to keep my eyes open, buddy. (laughs) Oh, man. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Happy holidays, and we definitely wish you the best of luck with this uh, relaunch. Thank you all very much. Oh, man. Oh, so good to have him on and everything. Oh, all right. So before we go on, we definitely... We don't, it always seems like we have like a little bit of bad news or something down to talk about and everything because no week is ever perfect in the wrestling industry. And this week is definitely not an exception to that because news broke earlier this week that Jeff Hardy was released from the WWE. Um, word came out over the weekend. He was sent home due to like being in bad shape. And apparently it does, um, it does uh, seem like he has relapsed again. 
There's also rumors and word that he refused help. There's there's way too much going on with this and everything, but it, it's just like it seems like Jolie, I think I think you've been on record on this on Twitter and everything, but it seems like at this point, Jeff needs to get out of wrestling for good, right? I believe Jeff needs to either just take a sabbatical, get healthy, whatever it is, whether it's it's his body, whether it's his mental health, whether it's relapsing because one again we don't know his wife put out a cryptic tweet um you have jd from new york saying bullshit and him getting attacked by baron corbin you had um steven from it's my podcast re-reporting stuff and him getting attacked chris yeah sorry chris who the fuck is steven (laughs) my husband (laughs) no it's uh, it's uh view it raw view raw that guy oh his name yeah yeah yeah, okay yeah i mean chris was getting attacked by multiple people including wrestlers and i stay out of it because it's not my not my problem not my horse i do not have a dog in that fight um mm-hmm. and like i stated multiple times online and i would say this to jeff hardy in person um thank you jeff it doesn't matter what you do. I just want you happy and healthy and being able to walk your daughters down the aisle one day because that's something every little girl dreams about. And, you know, with your imagination, I can imagine that wedding being fucking phenomenal. Um, I want you to be healthy and well whenever they have grandchildren, whether they're fur babies or two-legged ones. I just want you to be healthy because... You, your brother, and Lito helped me embrace my weird. Helped me find me and not emulate you like everybody else was. So I'm pretty sure you're not going to hear this. But if anybody does, edit, and, you know, just pass the message on and keep putting out the good, the good messages towards Jeff. Because all the negativity, all the bullshit, it needs to stop. Especially, um, Matt, dude, stop. Stop putting up shit about Team Extreme right now because you're feeding to the masses and the trolls about the possibility of him joining AEW. I mean, right now, if you honest to God care about your brother and honest to God, whether whatever is wrong with him is we find out his mental health, his physical health comes first before any Team Extreme reunion. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're kind of feeding into the trolls, especially the AEW trolls, which apparently you love to do. And apparently you've been doing a lot more lately. You've been out there like, oh, it doesn't matter what people say online. Motherfucker, I went after you and you could not have the balls to answer me back. Because I said, I will have men tell me what I can and cannot do with my body online. So don't fucking don't, dude. You have no idea what it's like to be a queer person or a woman in America. You are a cis white man. You get everything fucking handed to you, Matthew. And you just need to lay off about the reunion. Just support your brother. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Because I'm I'm so sick. Anytime I see somebody that says, oh, Jeff is elite block. Jeff is block. And that's the amazing thing. Like people like Steffi Hypes and um, Keel Balor and um maiden have all been like saying guys stop saying that 
And these are some of the better people in the internet wrestling community. Like they're the nice ones, even Steven and even Chris has said, stop saying all elite. Like we need to stop promoting this because we want him healthy. We want Jeff to be safe out there. And like, if, whether he goes back to wrestling, I'll pray that he's careful, but to JD, you scummy piece of shit. Never fucking say somebody did something on purpose to get fired like that because when I have to agree with Baron Corbin of all fucking people, it makes me want to drive up to New York, shine up my size 12 shoe, turn that some bitch sideways, and shove it straight up your candy fucking ass because all you seem to do is talk out of it. You are like Meltzer. You are a wart on the internet wrestling community. You need to stop. That's all. So I know, well, I know JD pissed you off. Oh, yeah, for real, for real, for real, for real. I was like, I saw that shit. And uh, yeah, he did, he, he, he did send out a tweet also saying he wished them best of everything. But why? Why would you do something so stupid? It's saying that even just remotely, even hinting it or mentioning it. Somebody relapsed, put their own health in danger just to get fired. It's like, for real, dude. Ugh. And I think there was, I think Jeff said if he ever seemed like he was slipping, he would give WWE permission to fire him. Yeah. I mean, and it was, it was just sad that this happened right after the whole, you know, Stone Cold podcast Mm -hmm. and, you know, how he, he felt guilty for what he did back in the day. Yeah. And it, Drug addiction is not something that you can fix with a snap of a finger. It's not something that you can fix overnight. It is a battle. And I will give props for Jeff for doing everything that he's done to get healthy, to get better. But, and I'm not mad. The things like, oh, people are like mad at him for falling off the wagon, for getting fired. I'm not mad at him. I'm sad that something broke and I guess maybe the loss of his dad and getting close and getting back on the road because we haven't been on the road. This is the longest stretch they've been on the road in over a year. Yeah. So it's understandable. And, you know, they WWE really, I, I think has been a lot more lax with their weed policy, which is good. Mm-hmm. because that's better for pain management than opioids. So, I mean, we can just look at the shaman mm-hmm. who that was with MSK. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, no, when I have to agree with Baron Corbin, that really pisses me off. <laughs> exactly. You, you know, something's fucked up. That has to happen. <laughs> All right, Kayla, go ahead. Um, it's it's very sad that I, you know, saw him get released, but um, I have to say, Jeff, whatever you got going on, please get help because when I started watching wrestling, you and Cena and Orton were like the three people that got me automatically hooked to wrestling. Um, so please get help. Um. I've sent you a tweet out, like you'll probably never hear this, but I sent you a tweet out. If you need something, 
at me on Twitter, talk to us, you know, message our uh, Twitter, talk to us, we're here, we're not going to judge. If you want to do a Zoom call and just, you know, let it out, we won't record you, it won't leave, you know, we will listen to you, we want you to get better because everyone enjoys you in the ring. I mean, like Jolie said, walking your kids down the aisle with your personality or craziness, heck, you might have your children flying down flying through the air off the ladders at their wedding going down the aisle who knows um i want to see you get better and all the people um that has been saying he's all elite would i like to see that you know yeah but not now when he, he needs to get better he needs to work on himself he needs to you know get stronger again um i mean if it happens down the line that's great if not then oh well it's no big deal, um, but get, you know, get better, Jeff, and we'll be praying for you and sending you good positive vibes, and I agree with Jolie. Anybody that's saying all elite or, you know, just different negative stuff about this, I am literally up to about 700 people blocked on Twitter on my personal account, and I think EDS Sports Wrestling is up to about 100. I mean, it's just now's not the time for negativity. No, that's right and jolie's right you know something's up and you're pissed off at the wrestling community when i mean i don't like the guy but i respect him um but you know it's sad when you got to agree with baron corbin or should i say happy corbin whatever his name is these nowadays he's too happy for me um yeah but it's just the negativity you know and different things it's like we're a wrestling community we're supposed to come together we're supposed to have fun enjoy what we love most don't put the negative to it out there. I mean, wrestlers are just like us. I've stated this several times in articles mm-hmm. and on the podcast. They're like us. Yeah, right. they might be making money now, but they struggle like us. They have mental issues like we do. Um, they have addictions like we do. Um, you know, they have bad relationships. They, you know, they're like us. They struggle. So if they're really your favorite wrestlers, support them. Be there for them. Send them good vibes. Pray for them don't automatically assume that they did something for something, you know, like, Oh, you know, they did that just to get fired. So he can go join his brother in AEW. Like I said, if he does, that's fine. Yeah. But he's going to have to get better. He's going to have to build himself up. And as much as we kind of say, we really don't like Tony Khan, you know, even if Tony does sign him, um, I'm pretty sure his first priority would be get help. Yeah. You know, cause you know, see how he's doing with mocks and stuff, you know, get help. Um, you know, it's, it's crazy world right now. I mean, we all go through it in different things, but Mm -hmm. we just got to stand together and just hope for the best. So Jeff, get better. We love you. And you got this. Stay strong. Mm. Yeah, definitely all the best to him and everything, because in the end, his health and well-being is the most important. So definitely our prayers to him. All right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, so Kayla, like I brought it up with Scott Wednesday, winter's coming. There's only been a few matches, uh, listed so far and everything, but Heyman, Adam page, Brian Danielson, AEW world championship. Who do you got? Um, I will say I am enjoying Daniel Brian Danielson, the American dragon, um, in AEW. Um, he's, 
he's been great. It's been great to see him, you know, wrestle, take out the Dark Order. Um, but he's got one problem right now. He's got himself in some serious cowboy shit. <laughs> right? Oh my god, yeah. So, you've already taken out the Dark Order. Well, not all of them, but majority. About majority, yeah. Majority of them. You're getting yourself up into even more cowboy shit that you don't need to. So, um, if I, it would be later down the line, I'm pretty sure, same way with CM Punk, he'll have a title, but not now. Hangman Page has, you know, worked so long for this title to, and the fact that he took it off of Kenny Omega makes it even more, because you know Mm -hmm. how that feud went back and forth for a while. Right. Um, so, American Dragon, and you're buried in shit right now, so Hangman's retained, and if Hangman don't retain, then Lord help us all right now. That's all I'm saying, because that'd be kind of that'd be kind of a knockdown on Hangman, because like I said, his title hadn't been very long, when considering you had Kenny Omega hold it for, what, well over 400, 400 some days, if lo- not longer. And over half that was bullshit anyway, so. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, with this being Hangman's uh, first defense and everything, I doubt he'll lose it. Uh Jolly, I know you don't watch it too much and everything, but you got a prediction on this? The winner of this match is going to be Brian Danielson via disqualification, and Hangman will keep the title because I think that if he's going to do a heel turn, he's going to kind of do what he did to um, AJ Styles when he won his first title in WWE. And I think that's the only way that they're going to be able to get him over as a heel. He's got to do something heelish even mm-hmm. though taking out the Dark Order, but Dark Order is kind of a heelish group, so that doesn't mm-hmm. mean shit. Um, so, yeah, I predict that it's going to be like a... Uh, he's going to win, but it's going to be like disqualification. Or not even like... He's going to do something... And he might pull like an Eddie. You know, Eddie Guerrero right. type thing, you know, where Hangman gets disqualify that's why he wins that way you can keep the feud going uh-huh. and you know it still don't have the loss um but that's about it okay and, and uh i did see part of hook's debut on friday i did not watch it i saw youtube clips taz you did a good job yeah he held he held up pretty good yeah the, definitely definitely uh see a future for him and everything because it's like for his debut to go against fuego like that and everything it's like solid definitely not a problem with that all right jolie any final thoughts uh uh number one uh we're sending out all of our uh prayers and good thoughts to the people of the midwest that have been uh had their lives destroyed this past uh friday to saturday with all the tornadoes um Bezos, you lost an Amazon warehouse. Uh, I know you can build those like nothing. So get off your uh, lazy rich ass and help them rebuild, especially the people that were in the fucking place when it went down. And they didn't even know it was, they didn't even know what was happening. I just read a report. It was horrible. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And also um, early this morning, we lost a great writer. Oh yeah. Anne Rice gave us Lestat's and Queen Akasha. And if you don't know who Queen Akasha is, then you're not a fan of Thea Zelina Vega Trinidad because she is a big Aaliyah fan 
and Aaliyah was Queen Akasha in the movie. So she gave us amazing characters. She had it enriched in New Orleans history and she was an ally and she was, uh, she's going to be deeply missed. She is an amazing, was an amazing writer. Uh, rest in peace, Anne Rice. Amen. Kayla? All right, she's shaking her head now. No, I'm good. I mean, <laughs> I pretty much, you know, like Jolie said, you know, just pray for the ones that, um, you know, lost their lives in tornadoes and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly saw something that I can't remember where it was at, but there was an actual nursing home that was destroyed. It was a nursing home. There was a candle factory, an Amazon warehouse. Entire towns have been leveled. Yeah. Um, it, it was really bad. And, you know, I worked in an Amazon warehouse before. So that's terrifying in itself because there's no place to hide. There's no place to hide and protect yourself in a place like that. And you would think that being in Illinois, or I think it was, I think it was Illinois, with the possibility of tornadoes, you would have put in storm shelters, multiple little storm shelter. It should be fucking OSHA regulated. This should be huh. some. We have to stand against lockers at Electrolux when a tornado comes. We have to do that in schools too, but but here's the here's the thing. Midwest gets more tornadoes than South Carolina. I know, but right. still. I understand that, definitely. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's mm-hmm. like, what if these wind comes through and those lockers come crashing down? You know, it's just like Yeah, I don't know. It's... Yeah. And I do know that uh I do know that um Ricochet said people were reaching out to him, asking about his family in Kentucky and everything, and luckily they're all okay there. So, all right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.